You are Locked On Rockies, your daily Colorado Rockies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Rock On Rockies fans, welcome into the Locked On Rockies podcast. I am your host, Paul Holden, bringing you the latest from the Colorado Rockies, bringing you all the trade deadline updates, talks about this weekend, anything that has to do with the Rockies. We are talking about it here live on Spotify Green Room today. So be sure to join us here on Spotify Green Room, just like Locked On Padres host Javier. Uh, is doing right now he's got tons of great uh, he'll have tons of great stuff i'm sure all this week if you're curious about the padres and their moves and how much more of an exciting team they just became i uh, actually i mean, if you're if you're still there and you want to hop on real quick here to to the the live feed how i i can't believe the padres considered putting trevor story in center field i never in a million years would i have anticipated as that being a, a move that, that a team would want to make, but uh, it would be it would be something perfect. This is exactly who I wanted to hear from. Javier Reyes now joining us here on Locked On Rockies on Spotify Green Room. By the way, we're brought to you today by Locked On MLB Prospects, and it's MLB draft season and Locked On MLB Prospect podcast. It's covering every future star of Major League Baseball. Host Ron Layton brings you uh, player interviews and farm system breakdowns every day. Subscribe to Locked On MLB Prospects on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Javier, how's it going? I'm doing pretty good, man. Pretty good, man. What is going on? I mean, I'm joining the the world of Spotify Green Room today, and I, I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> I was you're, I was mentioning there before you're having a lot more fun this week than 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 I am. Maybe it'll be a little bit more exciting for for Rockies fans in terms of a, a potential future. But first things first. What the heck were the Padres thinking of putting Trevor Story in center field? Was that actually something that was seriously being considered? I don't know, man. Look, here's the thing. A.J. Preller is is a warmonger, and he's interested in players that are good. He'll figure out a way to make it work. That's his thing. However, I have to admit that was weird, but it wasn't even – it wasn't as weird as the, the report of Nelson Cruz to second base. That was even weirder. I don't know what, like, if someone's trolling, if someone's just, like, messing around at Padres camp. I don't know because that's just too weird. He hasn't played, like, position in baseball in, like, what, three, four years? So that was very odd. And the Trevor Story thing is, like, look, I get it. I mean, it's also a reminder that this the deadline would be so much more fun, especially for NL teams and teams in general if we had the DH. That way we don't even have these conversations. Story could just hit DH or whatever. You know what I mean? You could you could put Tatis if you want to put him at, at DH, whatever you want to do. Uh, it's just very, very, very silly in my opinion. But I had a lot of fun just seeing all those reports, right? You've seen all these I mean, this one was kind of fake. It was from, like, some dumb account that, like, someone was sending us uh, about, oh, they, they agreed to terms with Craig, Craig Kimbrell. You know what I mean? And what's funny about the Padres is that any rumor, you can kind of somewhat believe it when it comes to who the Padres could acquire. You know what I mean? Just because that's that they've, they've been so, you know, trigger-happy the past few years. So, uh, I don't know, man. But the Trevor Story at center field, it just never felt like, I don't know. I don't know how much I'm, I'm buying into that necessarily. Not to, you know, tarnish any reputation of any reporters or anything, but it felt a little bit weird from my perspective. And now I'm wondering, you know, what are they going to do with your boy, man? What's going on? 
That's a great question, and no one knows the answer <laughs> to. I mean, I, to be totally honest, you're not you, you missed your chance at max value for from having him on the team this long, yeah. and, and 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 him struggling this year in terms of his offensive performance. He's he's been great in the field. I mean, he's got a, he's a, I think he's he might have a, a touch high on the error side, but uh, you're someone that you, as you know, you kind of look past errors if they're able to succeed in in other places, but. Uh, he, to be totally honest, I have no idea. I, I figured if the Yankees were winning a lot out of the out of the break, they would be a, a, a spot for him. I just don't necessarily think the Rockies are that upset if they just get the, the the draft pick for him. If he walks at the end of the season and they get to have Rockies fans get to watch him play for the rest of the season, I I, I really don't mm. know. But having him play center field for a division rival, I. I, I I, I do believe the Rockies will never trade in the division. Not not mm. at least in the middle of the season. Not there's no way. Gotcha, gotcha. I mean, it, it's it. That's hey, that's not that bad of. A, I still think you're right though. Like they could have gotten so much more if they had done something in the off season or whatever. But uh, I mean, yeah, I guess the the draft pick is kind of cool. But even still, just the way that team seems like it's structured, I feel like trading him would be great. I think that um, the other thing to monitor is with this whole story to center field and all that. I just doubt it happens. But then again, as I've said, AJ Preller is a master of the dark arts. The rumors are that they're trying to offload Hosmer, which is like, yeah, uh, I would be extremely happy about that. I don't know if they'd have to pay like a bunch of the salary or whatever, but maybe that's where that rumor spawns from where it's like they, the it's, it's predicated on being like, all right, they're going to get rid of Haas and then they're going to have Cronenworth move to first Frazier move to second. And then, you know, maybe that, that then that makes room for story potentially. Maybe that's where that was coming from. But I, I mean, dude, I I can't express how exciting this is right now. It's so weird. The Barrios, we get some Puerto Rican power in San Diego. Maybe I don't know. Let's just say I'd be all for it. But look, and and I actually started this at our DM the other day. Where I'm, can I be a little bit of a jerk for a little bit? Of course. I mean, I would okay. say embrace. You're, you're quite the heel sometimes. Okay. And, okay. You know, yeah. I, I can appreciate it. <laughs> Every now and then, every now and then. So just be a little bit of a jerk. I'm a little annoyed. Not annoyed. Not perturbed. I'm just a little, like, tired of seeing everyone's grand analysis be, we need starting pitching. It's like, okay. All right? Let, I think what we should do from now on when we're talking about baseball is we should say, what degree? Let's go first to third. You know what I mean? First degree, second degree, bird, all that stuff. How badly do you need pitching? Because Ryan Finkelstein and all the Mets fans that were in dire need of pitching. Ah, yes. The team with Marcus Strobin, Carlos Carrasco, Taiwan Walker, <laughs> Jacob DeGrom, if you've ever heard of him, and potentially Syndergaard down the road. And they also just got Rich Hill, who is not, you know, an ace or anything, but not bad for like your fifth starter. You're not in dire need. I don't care what the health is. You're not in dire. Maybe you're in tier three of needing a, a starry pitcher. Maybe you want a Tyler Anderson out of Pittsburgh. That's fine. But it's just, it becomes this thing where, yeah, then every team in baseball needs starting pitching. I wouldn't even put the Pirates at tier one. I'd like them to get it. I think they're like tier two. You know who's a tier one? A team like the Blue Jays. They would love to have a starting pitcher right now that they could count on. You know what I'm saying? So I just think that that's a little, little ridiculous. And I think that the Mets fans need to calm down when their team is like last in the league and runs, but then they're more bullish to get, getting a starting pitcher. Like relax just a little bit. Yeah, that the pitching so interesting too, where it comes where it comes down to it's like you could have 
great pitching, but if you don't have offense, you're still not going to win games. And the Rockies are yeah. the prime. Are the on the rare instance that they they can't hit this year, but their starting pitching has been great. That that alone isn't going to help you. So putting everything in on just starting arms is not. I, I don't think the way to break through in the second half. You need to get someone that's going to bring mm-hmm. offensive pop to your to your lineup and bring some energy. And I just think maybe instead of uh, – I don't know, for the Rockies, it would just be nice to see something where you can get someone kind of a closer or a lockdown pitcher, not a starter. And But I don't feel like the, the market's as hot ever for, for closers or relief pitchers at this point in the season. Yeah, I mean, it's just – and there's also plenty of relievers, don't get me wrong. Like, yeah, it's always nice to just, you know, try and exchange, get a different reliever or whatever. It doesn't necessarily have to be a Kimbrel or whatever, but it could just be someone who's decent, like a Paul Fry – you know, maybe someone to chaff in out of Chicago, like so, something like that, right? But I just think, like, and in fairness to the Mets fans, I don't think they actually, in theory, should have to make too many moves. I think you just get some ancillary pieces because on paper, their roster should be fine. They shouldn't have, like, the worst offense in baseball. They just shouldn't. Uh, but because of Conforto not really being all that great this year, with Lindor getting hurt and also having really seem too much out of him. You haven't had a lot of consistency with that offense, so that is a problem. But, like, in theory, they should have been a lot better than this. In a lot of ways, they shouldn't have had to make too many moves at the deadline, at least in my opinion. Um, but that's that's just baseball sometimes. So if I were them, I know that it's hard for it, but I'm just saying, like, I don't know why they're all like, we need Scherzer. Like, yeah, no shit, everybody needs Scherzer. That would be really <laughs> fun to have Max Scherzer on your team. You know what I mean? How about you guys just be like, hey, maybe we get a – you know, Danny Duffy, maybe we get a Kyle Gibson. Like, that would help your team. It's not – the equation to fixing your team isn't always just go after the superstar. That's not always, you know, how it pans out. Look at the Brewers. The Brewers have made the best trade as of right now through all of trade deadline season because Willie Adamas has turned out to be awesome. So, like, it's – you just don't know all the time. You know what I'm saying? So, I think that fans get a little bit too excited and they start stating a little too much of the obvious where it's like, we need a better – we need Chris Bryant. You know, we need a. It's like I always make fun of years ago when I was listening on the radio to the Yankee fans being like, "Yeah, well, they need to make a twist. The Yankees get somebody in here. Hey, you know what I mean?" <laughs> and then, and then the the guy, they're like, "All right, who do you who do you think the Yankees should get?" He's like, "I I, I like that Stanton guy." And it's like, "Yeah, no, <laughs> you do." And guess what? I like Mike Trout. That's not how this works. You know what I mean? So. I don't know why I'm in such a mood today, but uh, whatever, man. Look, bottom line, I'm so excited, though. I think it could get absolutely rad as time goes on. I love that the Adam Frazier trade was Sunday, yesterday. Um, it, it, like, There's just so many things that could happen. The Dodgers could make moves. The Red Sox could make moves. Uh, it's it's a really exciting time. And personally, I think that the MLB trade deadline is the best of all the, the deadlines in sports. Yeah, it, it definitely has the most... I am with you on uh, on being all in on uh, the MLB trade deadline. I think it's 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 definitely the most fun and the most exciting uh, when it comes to, to trade deadlines. And it's 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 a time because baseball, there's just so much left still to the season. And this is just so monumental. And there's still so much that, that goes with each trade. I, I think it'd be crazy for for uh you know the Padres not to continue to to build on on this and I mean this is a this is an opportunity that they can keep swinging at, at the top of the NL West I mean are the Padres done or is, is there anything else that uh you think that they're left to that that you for sure think they're going to do I know they're always looking and they're going to be in it up until five o'clock but but is there anything that you want to see specifically the Padres go after 
I mean, selfish. I mean, I was just making fun of how fans don't get creative, but I want <laughs> Jose Barrios. But part of that is because of the Puerto Rican thing, and I just think it would be so much fun to have him on the team. I'd be so excited. <laughs> but I, I think they get a starter. I don't know what tier of a starter, but I think that there is a little bit. I don't think, like I said, they're not in tier one of needing a starting pitcher, in my opinion. But there is some concern where Blake Snell has been a little bit of a bust. Musgrove and Darvish, while very good, uh, have fallen off a little bit. And most importantly, though, you don't really know what you're going to get from Chris Paddock every time. That guy is a roulette wheel of most commonly chaos and badness and sadness. And then also you have the just the the worries with Denelson Lamette. So I definitely think they go after a pitcher. doesn't have to be Max Scherzer. It would be lovely if it was Max Scherzer. doesn't have to be Barrios, but just a guy that you think could be, you know, to, to give you some innings and get into the playoffs. Um, and then I think they maybe, uh, maybe improve the bullpen with like a lower tier guy. Am I saying this to reverse jinx and have them go absolutely nuts? Maybe, maybe. Because this past offseason, I was like, Maybe we should go after Corey Kluber and Jake Odorizzi. And then they ended up trading for Darvish and Snell and Ed Buskerup. So, like, we don't know for sure. But uh, I, I think that they're going to make a few more moves. I just think he, he doesn't go quietly into the night, Mr. AJ Pro. He does not vanish without a fight. As no, was not- immortalized by Mr. Uh, Bill Pullman in Independence Day, the greatest movie of our time. <laughs> uh, wow. yeah, Independence Day is the greatest movie of our time. It's, I got to tell just you, though, uh, Javier, before, before I ask you uh, a couple more questions, unless if you got a scram, that's totally fine. I understand. Mm-hmm. We're live on Spotify Green Room. in case you're curious why this one sounds a little bit different. But <laughs> i got to tell you about the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. It's bet online. Mm. Baseball season is in full swing. And with all the deals being done at the deadline, you can track all the action at bet online and make sure that you are making the right moves as baseball season continues. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sports Sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, as the like I said, trade deadlines come in. Teams are already changing. Uh, Adam Frazier is now going to hit like 400 at Coors Field for the rest of the year when they meet, meet up. <laughs> uh, before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website, use your mobile device to sign up today, and receive your 50% welcome bonus using promo code Locked On. That online, your online sportsbook experts. Uh, Javier Reyes of Locked On Padres joins us here. And uh, I, I do the name of the, the, the title of the show today was the most exciting Rockies game of the year. So I do want to get your, your, your feedback on this, Javier. Are you excited by Armand Marquez Shohei Otani matchup? Because to me, as a Rockies fan, it doesn't get much better than that. I mean, that, that's a game where if things have been bad. We could have beat the Dodgers in LA. But uh, these are these are two people that I'd love to see going head to head. What is that for from an outside perspective? Does that have you wanting to tune in a little bit uh, to, to Anaheim tonight? Uh, wait, who are they? Is it, is it the Rockies that are playing them? Yes, it's Rockies okay. Angels tonight. And yeah, it's, so I mean, it's Herman it, taking on Shohei. Shohei is on the bump. Oh. <laughs> and actually, for the record, because I've seen some people say that the Rockies should sell everybody, I actually do. Th- so heading into the season, this is just uh, for the other listeners, even I make mistakes, you know, even though I'm an omnipotent, you know, God, even I make <laughs> mistakes every time. Right. But like, I actually did not realize Herman Marquez was only 26. I thought he was like 30. And when <clears> I figured out that fact, I was like, oh, yeah, they're not trading him. I 100 percent buy that just because if there's one thing the team has struggled with finding its pitching, you don't trade the best pitcher you've had in like what, 25, 30 years. So you don't do that. I thought he was older and like becoming a free agency. So that's my bad. But in terms of this matchup, I mean, you got to watch it. There's no Padres baseball tonight. 
So, you know, I have to wait a little bit longer before I see Adam Frazier and or whoever they inevitably trade for. Who knows? Maybe they'll trade for Shohei Otani for all I know. Uh, but, like, <laughs> I, I can't wait to see it. Herman Marquez is awesome. He's so rad. I love that people were just falling off a little bit at the beginning of the season, was able to pick him up in one of my fantasy leagues because people are fools. Um, mm. But, yeah, I think it'll be great. Every single Otani start, I think baseball is in a fun position where I think that there's three must-see, like, events in baseball right now i think it's jacob Degrom starts i think it's anything otani does and i think it's anything tatis does uh there's some other really exciting players in the game too but those are like those guys where i really think that even if you're a casual baseball fan my friends are texting me like hey uh is this otani thing like legit and i'm like yeah man it's really crazy right like it's (laughs) it's a lot of fun i can't wait i'm definitely gonna tune in because there's no padres game tonight and i think that these marquee matchups is what the the league is living for. And I think you've seen it evidenced by some of the ratings increases and Otani's the guy, I don't know about you, but watching the home run derby, like my heart, I was so much more into it than I've literally ever been in any all-star festivity for any sport in a long, long time, dude. Like, I was, and it was good by the way. I know he lost in the first round. Cause I think he, I honestly think he was nervous. I think it's yeah. evidenced by, like, the nine pitches that he fouled off or whatever. I think he was nervous, but it was so fun. Everyone was tuning in. It was it was a great first round. Juan Soto is a supervillain, as I always predicted. Um, <laughs> I, I think that that was just so, so fun. And I think he's must-watch TV. Yeah, I can't wait to see that tonight. What time is the game? That's what I got to say. Oh, is it in Anaheim? It's in Anaheim. So okay. it's, I'm going to say it's like – actually, I think it was like a 6.38 Pacific time. So like 9.30, 9.40 Eastern. It was one of those weird times. They're, they're, they are uh, – yeah, they're – Yeah, 9.38 my time. Mountain time. 9.38 my time. That's not too bad. I'll tune in for a little bit. I'll definitely tune in for a little bit. First couple of first couple of innings there, I mean, yeah. for sure. But, yeah, it's, it's definitely must-watch TV. I got to watch uh, – Shohei play here in Seattle where, where I'm at and he hit a 460 foot home run and it was awesome. <laughs> I mean, everything that he does is so exciting and so cool. And I, I can't wait to watch tonight. I think the Rockies have a good chance. It'd be great for them to go in there and, and uh, actually back up their starting pitchers on the road. They had a really good opportunity to take advantage of, uh, of uh, an offense that struggled in LA because LA didn't hit all that great. Just the, the, the solo shots really doing the damage for, for the Dodgers this weekend but i'd love to see i'm very very excited by uh erman marquez uh matchup here but uh javier you know that's all i i i got for now i was just going to preview some stuff unless i i do have one more thing for you do you think what do you think john gray is an exciting uh, trade piece we just saw john gray pitch yesterday Mm. For the Rockies, would would John Gray be something that I don't know if the Padres would necessarily be after? But when you're saying mm. those starting pitchers that uh, that it doesn't need to be your ones or your twos, John Gray is a great three through five uh, pitcher. He's he maybe never set the world on fire, but he's been a really solid pitcher for the Rockies uh, in his career there. Yeah, I think like I said, there's there's plenty of guys to go around. I think I could see him getting moved to some of those. You know, again, the tier three type of name, teams that might want another starting pitcher to fill out innings and stuff. Absolutely. It's like him and Tyler Anderson are good examples of that, right? Like, I think it would be. And I think that, hey, look, I might rather have Chad Gray over Chris Paddock at this point. Chris Paddock, I just never know what I'm getting from that guy. And it's just, it's really rough, especially since he had, you know, the great rookie year. But it's just that fastball. It's just, it's not enough. And it's weird because there were some exciting things about Chris Paddock. So maybe he still does 
have some value for some teams, you know, how teams are, you know, we can make them better, all this stuff. So we'll see. But yeah, I think John Gray could be an interesting arm, especially, um, you know, the, the whole removed from cores belief could be interesting. Maybe some teams will say this guy's going to be awesome as long as he doesn't have to pitch half his games at cores. Yeah, and but he's been a pitcher that's had success at, at Coors Field. He's an above 500 pitcher of all all time. The ERA is a little bit high, but he strikes out a mm-hmm. lot of batters. He's got a pretty yep. n- a nice whip there, and, and he's he's approaching that 800 innings where he's shown that he can handle Coors Field. I mean, everybody gets roughed up there, but but he has been a, a pretty successful guy. But that ERA is a little high, I think, is the one thing you might see. But again, I mm-hmm. think you also chalk that up to a very hitter friendly ballpark there but mm-hmm. I, I think if the Rockies are going to get a deal a, a big blockbuster I wouldn't be surprised if it's a, a Trevor Story John Gray combo to try mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. maximize your value that you're getting with a team to, to bring them because there you're getting an all-star you know shortstop and a you know really good back of your rotation arm so if I, I think that's if that's going to be the move for the Rockies they're going to do it but more likely I think some of the other names from Colorado move on like a uh you know, a, uh, a CJ Crone, a Michael Gibbons type of move uh, mm-hmm. for, for there. But uh, yeah, uh, you know, Javier, I'm going to get ready to preview the series and tell people about mm-hmm. Built Bar. But uh, before before I let you go, where where can people find you? Where can they stay up to date with all things Padres? Yeah, man, you can find me uh, on Twitter, personal account, which is at Javipedio. That's J-A-V-I-I-P-E-N-O. All sorts of good stuff on there. Or Locked on Padres, which is at L-O underscore Padres. We're going to be talking about what I assume will be the next 10, 15 trades that AJ Preller makes. Uh, and it, as always, man, it's been fun talking to you. Javier, I love talking to you. Thank you so much uh, again. Thanks for, for joining us on a debut here on, on Spotify Green Room, the, the love live uh, chat here, the live episode today. But uh, yeah, go check out Javier and Locked On Padres, especially throughout this week. There's going to be more, I am sure, from, from that team. For the Rockies, we're not quite so sure. But uh, you know, before we dive into tonight's game and dive into. What's, uh, what's next for the Rockies? I got to tell you about the best tasting protein bar ever, and that is Built Bar. And did you know that Built Bar has so many delicious flavors? There is something for everyone. Coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange cookies and cream, and German chocolate. I love the German chocolate, but if you haven't tried all of the flavors, get you that mix box where you can get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, but they're healthy too. Check out the Deeks here, 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Built Bar, fun fact, is also the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team, so that's pretty cool. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCK15, and you'll get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. Like I said, probably the most exciting game uh, on the Rocky schedule, at least left. You can say that uh, the Cardinals series there with Nolan coming back for, for different reasons. But you can't get much better for Rockies fans and uh, I think for baseball fans than Armand Marquez taking on Shohei Otani on the bump. The Rockies have very little experience against the, the Angels, especially against going up against Otani. It will be super interesting to see how the team handles uh, this lineup. And, and, and what the Rockies are able to do. I, again, this is an opportunity. I think the Rockies can show that they are better on the road than they, than they proved to be. They, they weren't able to do that this weekend in L.A. They, they had plenty of opportunity. That was the big disappointment from this, this, uh, from this weekend 
was the fact that the Rockies had tons of opportunities across all of three of the games. I mean, in reality, not likely, probably looking too optimistic, but in reality, the Rockies had enough opportunities to win all of those games. They were able to use some late momentum in the first game, obviously, but uh, being shut out and, well, I guess I, they didn't have a lot of opportunities in game two. I mean, let me revise it because they didn't even get to third base uh, in that game, I don't think. But at least they had enough opportunities on Sunday. Uh, they were one for seven with runners in scoring position. I think maybe even a little worse than that as well. The Rockies just simply have to capitalize on their opportunities. And and, and the Angels are not the Dodgers. They're not going to make you pay as much as the Dodgers would if you make mistakes like errors or, or, or leaving some runners on. So you really got to make sure that you're that you're taking advantage of the opportunity that's presented itself here with the Rockies. But it's also going up against Shohei Otani. I mean, they got to be – this is this is a – if they can get after Shohei and get to that bullpen, that's a better story for them. The Rockies need to get to that bullpen of the Angels if they really want to break through, I think. It's going to be tough for the Rockies to hit Shohei, though, especially a, a team that has has struggled to hit on the road and a team that uh, did not hit all that well in the last two games against the Dodgers. Some some hits here and there, but nothing major. Um Gotta avoid the strikeouts. I mean, you, just quality at bats is what we're hoping for too, and that that you gotta you gotta have that. And if the Rockies want to have a winning road trip, if they want to turn this into a winning road trip, then they gotta win this series because it's gonna be tough. In I believe it's San Diego. Yes, it's a California road trip. It's a uh, for the Rockies here. It's it's essential for the team to. Take advantage of an Angels team that's a 500 team. It's, it's, I guess taking advantage isn't the right word to, to you, but they have to. They have to step up. They have to step up and show that they can win on the road, and they haven't done it. They haven't done it consistently. Only winning the one series, road series still, and, and they had plenty of opportunities to do it. Like I said this weekend, so. Herman Shohei, I mean, and you don't need me to hype this game up for you. I, there's, there's nothing more I could tell you about what makes this a, a must-see matchup. I think, the, like I said, the Rockies do have their their word cut out for them tonight, but they also have another two games against the Angels uh, where they can really take advantage of, of some starting pitching that uh, are hasn't been great but again the Rockies are gonna have to rely on Chichi Gonzalez there at the late uh, to, to close out this series which just has not boded well for the Rockies uh, so far but um gosh I tonight tonight is great and, and it's another example for Amon to, to show that he is an ace and, and and someone to watch in this league he is a he is an elite talent and yes, as we know, not a trade piece this year. He's not going anywhere uh, for the Rockies, as we know. But we'll keep monitoring the storylines. We'll keep watching it for you as we get ready for Rockies Angels through this week. Of course, all eyes still on the trade deadline on Friday, which I will be doing a, a nice special show with the Locked On Podcast Network, where uh, I'm going to be doing a little bit of the live stream. So you can join us as we break down the uh, trade deadline, any deals that have already been done, 
or uh, you know about to be done or breaking during the show. So join us. It's going to be a really, really good time. But uh, that's going to do it for today's episode of the Locked On uh, Rockies. I was about to say Padres because Javier Reyes joined us there. So a little, a little bit of a different episode today, kind of a little bit all over the place, uh, just because I'm learning this Spotify green room thing, which would be a great way for us to connect Rockies fans live. If you want to join the show, we'll do Q&As. All sorts of fun stuff like that. So uh, this is a Spotify green room. You can download it on the App Store of your choice. I know it's on both the Google and Apple uh, App Stores, so you can check it out. And um, that's why the audio quality is probably a little bit different, too, because I'm talking on my phone versus my, my home setup, which I hope I can switch it over to my uh, – which I'm hoping I can switch over to getting my, my big PC going. But anyway, uh, all right. Rockies, Angels, Shohei versus Armand. It's going to be a good one, and be sure to stay tuned uh, uh, for all the breakdowns here. After Rockies and Angels tonight, I think the Rockies are going to win. I think they're going to go in there, and they're going to show Shohei up. But I think Shohei's going to hit a home run. I, I think that's probably going to happen. Hopefully not off Armand. All right, Rockies, Angels tonight at uh, 7.38 Mountain Time for you Rockies fans out there. Today's episode is brought to you by Locked On Bets. Betting on the Rockies doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcast. This is Paul Holden saying so long from the Locked On Rockies podcast and the live edition of the Locked On Rockies podcast here on Spotify Greenroom. <laughs>